Welcome in to another episode of The Greatest People You've Never Met. Today is episode 40, I do believe. Uh, joining us today from DFW, back again, Mr. Ross Holly. Ross, thank you so much, brother, for coming back. Bennett. Bennett, you know uh, you know, I was eager to, to get back into this. Uh, I'm excited to be here, my friend. Yeah. Uh, no, I listened back to our episode actually this morning. And I was like, man, that hour did fly by. Like it, I just remember like that day I told everybody, cause like when you record these and all of a sudden it's like, you know, I try to keep them to an hour and then I peeked over and I was like, holy shit, we're at 57 minutes, dude. Like it was just like yeah, that. Dude, so I'm dude, excited. It was, it was rolling, man. It was rolling. A lot of good content and just a couple of buddies talking is what it was. You bet brother. So, um, let everybody know, I mean, again, who you are, what you're doing and, uh, we'll roll from there. Yep. Uh, well, my name is Ross Holly, Ross David Holly. Uh, you don't need my social security number or anything, do you? Uh, not today. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I'm a dad. I am a husband. I'm a dad. I do some work down here in DFW with college recruiting stuff, some new, new, new stuff, uh, going on with my company, with our company. And, uh, so it's exciting, but helping, helping, uh, college or high school student athletes with the college recruiting process other than that just being a dad and going out there and dropping dimes for my for my boys teaching them how to keep their their feet in uh, on the sidelines love it love it so i will i do notice right now there's a new background we don't have the the place background we got the dfw recruits so what's going on there what is it are we rebranding or what's the story that you know what we're doing is it's crazy uh that we we've got to this point so we've been in business for 10 years and in a perfect world we had always said we would want to just deal with baseball players and uh, and essentially DFW baseball players. I mean, this is, it's, there's just so many baseball players and so many athletes down here. So we had the opportunity to, uh, to make a switch just because of volume and, 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 and where we, where we're at. So, uh, we made a, we made a, an executive decision to, to rebrand to the name, uh, functionality and everything on the site is all the same. And then more importantly, our social media is going to, uh, Starting January 16th, it's going to take a, a drastic um, uh, turnaround, upgrade, enhancement, whatever you want to call it. Um, but same old story, Bennett, just helping high school kids with that dream of playing in college and and making sure that we're we're uh, we're using our network the right way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's exciting stuff. What was uh, what was some of the challenges or maybe some of the concerns? Because it's a big thing. Because I think the last time we talked, I know you mentioned a kid who was like a golfer. Now you know you yep. helped out other athletes. So, um, is there any concern in tailoring it down to not only just the DFW region, but just? baseball players or is that are you guys more excited i mean obviously you said that was kind of like pipeline dream but what's your thoughts going into this i i'll say this um we will still 100 percent help all athletes any student athlete that comes to us for help uh the site still functionally works for all sports it's still free um but in terms of us advising in our specialty, we're just going to really lean in on the on the baseball players. So uh, we don't turn anybody, you know, any kids that legitimately want to do it the right way. We don't turn them away. They can use our software. We still have all the sports, all the information that they need on the site. Um, but our focus, we won't, we won't, we won't put any resources into. How can I say this? Uh, attracting us. Uh, football player in Massachusetts, right? you know, uh, but if they come to us organically, which the majority of our majority of our bases is, is organic. Uh, we don't spend much at all, if any, on, on, uh, marketing, but we will really focus our efforts in targeting, you know, the DFW area, just because we want, we, it's a, it's a deal where I want the, the young men of DFW to, it's a, it's a pride thing. It's a, it's, we want them to be, we were, we're proud of them. You know, uh, you want, we want to give them the, the right exposure and, and, and in all uh, likelihood, if, if our model works out, you know, maybe, maybe at some point we'll have, uh, recruits, uh, down in, in, uh, Phoenix and in Orlando and 
LA and, um, but we'll, we'll start here with DFW and, and really work on the niche. That's kind of what we had always wanted to do anyway. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. That's good for you guys. That's awesome. Um, how is that? I mean, has it been receptive? I mean, is it been like, I mean, the, the, the tell is there like, yep, it's been a good move so yeah. far for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's, we kind of had started letting, we kind of started hinting at it and it's not, we're not fully through the transition. January 16th is, is when we'll be fully through the transition. Um, but transition, that sounds something weird and kooky, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but not that kind of transition, but, but we will, we'll be ready to roll January 16th, but we kind of laid, we, we let, you know, we, we laid the foundation. Um, and, and quite honestly, I think there's, we'll be able to utilize our network. I mean, we, 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 my partner and I, we know so many baseball people and I, I, I once had a, a good friend of mine um, when we first started this 10 years ago, it, it, this, this friend of mine from, from where I grew up in Colorado, he, he owns, he's a president owns a company called crossover symmetry, uh, the band work. Uh, have you, I don't know if you've sure. ever heard of it, yeah. but, but uh, he, he told me once, and this has always stuck with me. He said, um, don't, don't try to do everything. Well, try to do one thing. Well, and it, that always kind of stuck with me. And we got, we did, we always had, I mean, just, I mean, in our height, we would have 35, 40 kids signing up a day, but without, with saying this with total respect, it's watered down when it gets to that size volume. Right. And, and what our intention with DFW recruits is we want this to be an exclusive, well, it's going to be an exclusive network where the coaches can rely on us as much as, as the uh, student athletes and the families, because we're not just going to take everybody on. They can all come on and, and, and use the site and, 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 you know, the DIY approach, but we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to promote the, 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 the kid that doesn't have over the three Oh, we're not going to promote the kid. That's a butthead teammate. We're not going to promote the kids that are, uh, that that don't deserve it it's it's those it's uh, my partner says the best way to say it is the under recruited uh or the up and coming athletes yes we 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 have a lot of connections with the the kids that have already committed and the stud you know the, the studs that everybody knows but our purpose is to make sure that in this market that the dfw baseball players that are hey that are doing school the right way that are doing baseball the right way and that are doing life the right way. We're making sure that we're putting them in the right uh, situations and, and taking care of those kids. Absolutely. I love that. And I mean, in all reality, uh, you know, you look at the big three of college athletics. I mean, baseball is probably, you know, the most unknown until the college world series, then everybody's got an right. eye on it. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty sweet yep. that you guys are kind of doing that. And I think it will take off because everything, there's got to be a niche for everything, right? Everybody's doing the football, everybody's doing the basketball, and so now here's where you guys come in. And I'm, I, I would not be shocked if in you know a couple of years it's more than just DFW, and you guys are are growing like rapidly inside that baseball community. Well, and and, and I'll say this, uh, Bennett, and this is for for any entrepreneur or uh, anyone that's doing um website uh e-commerce type stuff website uh this is man if you if you don't if if you when you start a business and, and, and you put this baby on the world wide web if if you're not using the keywords uh that will drive your traffic uh, and i'm talking about seo search engine optimization stuff but if if uh our old our, our old name it was like pushing a string at first because it didn't, the, the, the name was not Google friendly. Right. And through all these years, we, we, we fought that battle. And finally we got to a point where I'm like, let's not fight it anymore. Let's, let's, let's go out. So we went out and did a bunch of market research and, and found some things that worked. And I'm like, let, let's make this, let's make the switch so we can organically, uh, you know, grow and, and become what we want to become. But I, I would tell anyone that's like wanting to start a business, be on the web and, and be successful at it. You know, you always have these marketing companies that are saying, you got to spend a ton of money on marketing. No, you don't. You got to figure out, okay, if I'm running a, a, a toilet cleaning business, 
well, what what key what phrase do people put into Google that says I need help with my my dumper, right? And I need to help help and and figure out what the keywords are and make that a part of your uh your your, your name. It's basic, simple stuff like that. But man, you don't learn that stuff you know, overnight. Um, wow. so I would just, it, it's, 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 it's been a fun process learning all that. Um, so it's fun to see after like 10 years, we're finally able to like, Hey, let's, let's just focus on what we want to be good at and don't worry about all of the rest of the stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny too. I mean, just kind of off the conversation we had the last time too is, you know, I think when anybody tries to do anything like me coming up with this podcast, you try to come up with something clever, right? Like place, like yeah. it was a good name. I mean, that makes sense. Like we're yeah. placing these kids somewhere, but in yeah. all reality, like you should probably look at stuff like at the next step, like, okay, it's a great name, yep. but does it help us? Does you know, That's if, right. and so it's, it's kind of funny, like to take that into anything in life, right? Like, okay, does the next step help me? If that's not, right. let's not do it, right? Like, let's find and, something and, to help and, me. And, and Bennett, that's so, like, hearing you say that, it's it's so, that's such a simple approach. And But in anything you've ever been good at. Right. Or anything I've ever been good at, what is the approach? Keep it simple, stupid. Just quit, quit, don't overcomplicate this stuff. Yeah. Keep it simple, right? Do the basic stuff. Be good at the fundamentals. And everything will take care of itself. Right. You know? So... I like that. Yeah. Doesn't get much uh, simpler than DFW recruits either. So that's awesome. Yeah. No, I yeah, love it. Yeah. I love it, dude. That's yeah, cool. I went and I went, I went and, uh, we went and snagged up a few, few other, uh, URLs that I could not believe were still, uh, on the market. And, uh, so we'll, we'll see how this just, I, I, I believe that there will be, uh, scalability. Sure. After after year one, just in different markets. So. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. That's real yeah. cool. So I suppose like right now is kind of like your busy season, huh? Like you're gearing up, signing day. I mean, you're really trying to nail down where these kids are going. And what's that? What's that look like through yeah. your eyes? Or like, what's that like for you? I'm sure they're calling in, asking questions. Like, is this for real? Is it? You know, what's what's this process right now? Because when is National Signing Day for for non early signing period of football what, what is that it, it'll be it'll be february yeah okay so so early february is when they call it the regular signing period um and then uh they'll you have it from early february till uh believe it's like the end or beginning ish of april so like a two-month window so if you're a 23 right now that's your window to to, to the, the the point i would make here is this what we see on tv bennett it's not reality. And so many kids, like when I say 23s, seniors in high school right now, they get caught up in, um, they see it happening like that for those kids. And uh, I'm going to pick my school. And all. That's not how it works for 99% of the student athletes out there. So when, when, when one of the biggest things that we don't fight, but you have to educate on is creating realistic expectations of when their signing window really is because you're gonna you, you'd be shocked so like for for the lower levels and i'm, I'm gonna say division two and then i th these things change every year so yeah i shoot up i shoot from the hip with, with as it relates to football right now but uh i believe division twos uh you can you can um you can in lower you can you can be un, uncommitted until august of this year right. okay so realistically speaking the the early signing period doesn't affect anybody except the top one percent. Right. The regular signing period is what what really matters, and it's that spring of your senior year to kind of figure out where everybody else has gone. The dust is settled, and and now it's like, okay, what else uh, you know is is out there? Right. Yeah, that's where it's always like you know for spring sport guys, it's always been interesting for me because let's say you were kind of that cusp of uh, am I a D two, am I a D one? Like where do I fit kind of kid? That's probably where kids fall into that JUCO realm because yep. you got to sign off of what your junior year was, right? Like if you're a that's if right. you're a D one guy, you got to sign in February. Like you're not even playing that's ball right. yet. So that's uh, that's interesting. I guess you know mm -hmm. I, I've always thought of that, but I never really put much thought into it till right now. So um, do you guys do anything with the it, transfer? It doesn't, it doesn't go ahead. You know, yeah, no, uh, to, to the, to the transfer question. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say this, 
with past kids that I've worked with, uh, student athletes in the last, I'll say this since January 1st, I've received three calls about transfers and walking through what, what is the process to, to, uh, to, to transfer. And it's easier now than it's ever been, Mm -hmm. uh, to get into the transfer portal. It's dangerous, uh, because you know, I, 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 we live in this, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but it's different. Yeah. Uh, we live in this, this, this era now of recruiting, which I think you have to embrace it as it's no longer recruiting the, 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 the top five stars first. There's a, there's a group ahead of the five stars now. Mm-hmm. And those are the transfers. I mean, take you, you, what, 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 I mean, it's, it's like common knowledge. We, uh, on ESPN, you, I think I saw like, as of January, you know, uh, first it was like over 3000 kids in the portal already. Yeah. Uh, just, you football know, players. and you're like just football players. So, so the coaches and, and, and I, I talk with a lot of coaches, all sports and, and I'll say this, that's their first response to me. Well, I'm going to see what exists in the portal. And if I can get a guy that is battle tested, and can give me another year, of course I'm going to pay attention to him because their lives and their windows are shorter now. I mean, if they screw up for, you know, two or three years at a time, they're, they're gone, you know, right. especially at the elite division one level. Um, but winning is more important because it's all, it's, it's like free agency. The, right. That's what college sports has turned into. But, but I never thought I'd see the day where you say, uh, uh, there's a kid that I'm thinking of right now that I'm working with baseball player. And I'm not, and I won't give, just put it this way. This kid will be a top five round pick in my opinion. Like I'm like this dude, he's a dude. He's not there yet, but he is a dude. And I'm like, his projectability is through. He, I have had plenty of coaches tell me that. Um, yeah, but we could go get, uh, we could go get, this guy and then mm-hmm. and then he can come like i literally he told me that 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 uh the, the kid told me this a division one school a good division reputable school said but they're smaller said you come here for a year we know we'll lose you but we want you for one year and the big division one schools are like go to that place and then come when we're when, when we tell you to come that's 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 like seriously how it goes now that's nuts. Isn't that nuts? It is funny I know. because and I'm like, what? What fun is that? I mean, it is nuts. But like, I remember, and I don't. I think he just got canned. Like with the last couple of weeks, the Texas State head coach, um, football. His first year, he took no high school kids because he was like, I have a same thing you said. I have a clock, and it's ticking. And those guys don't get to push a whole recruiting class through before they're judged and fired. And so why wouldn't he go out and get all these kids that are developed? They've played in college games. They understand it. The hardest part is, and I had a really good conversation on here with my good friend, Matthew Wood, who coaches up at Hamlin in St. Paul, is that there's a lot of guys who are in the transfer portal because of them, because of something that's on them, right? Like, they're not in the transfer portal always because they're not getting playing time or they want to be at the bigger school. Like a lot of these kids yep. are just in the transfer portal because they might be shitheads, right? Like, and so that's got to be hey, the hardest part to weed out. That th- That is that, that to me, just think about this. And I know you're a coach, uh, you coach and you, you, you like, you say weeding it out. Can you imagine, I mean, the, 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 and, 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 and nothing against transferring. I absolutely believe in it. I did it. Uh, in retrospect, I was like, I probably made a mistake doing it, but it all worked the way out the way it was supposed to be. But in, re- when you think of a transfer, just, let's just play a game A four year, you're a four year school, you're at a four year school and you transfer. What are some adjectives that come to your mind? Oh man. I'll, uh, hey, diva. Right. I'm including myself in, in this. Uh, thinks that they're too good. Bad teammate. Uh, not coachable. Uh, hard to please. When you hear what when you hear transfer, what do you think? What does that come to your mind? Yeah, I think 100 percent too. And you're right. And it's funny because 
if you had asked anybody that question five years ago, I think that answer Man. would have been way different, right? And I know that everybody yep. listening to this podcast doesn't know your story. I wouldn't if I didn't know Jeff and, and have you tell that. But that's why I wanted to bring up because you have experience doing that, but it's kind of was the backwards way for you where you were told, hey, you can't do this unless you came here. Which is which is crap. And 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 and, and it's it's uh the big word of two twenty twenty two misinformation. It's misinformation. Right. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Why don't we why can't we just say instead of misinformation, not a fact or false yeah. Yeah. or what, why does that be mis? <laughs> what is dis? What is disinformation? That's a what's good. the difference between misinformation and disinformation? I want to know what's your what, what would you say? Uh, I'm sure that's just probably going back to like a, a individual perspective kind of thing. You're either a disinformation or a misinformation, right? I mean, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense <laughs> to me. But but to 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 get to the transfer, the idea of the transfer portal is it's. <sighs> It's a it's a slippery slope because I think a lot of those adjectives are probably accurate for eighty percent of the people in there. Right. And what sucks is for the legitimate reasons uh, that that uh, you know kids are in there. It kind of it kind of they get lumped with. I mean, there are guys in there that have that have transferred three times, four times. Like, what are you like? What are we talking about? Oh yeah, you know? I mean, there's got that's the biggest thing is like. This fall, obviously, you know, I follow a ton of the football stuff, but it's all relatable. There was a kid, he was at Wisconsin, left mm-hmm. left the team in season, hit the transfer portal. He was at the University of Minnesota for a game day visit, committed. Wisconsin hires Luke Fickle. He decommits from the Gophers, goes back to Wisconsin. And it's like, so... And, 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 but, but that's... Who's enabling that? Right. And, Fickle? I'd be like, no. Like, but but it changed things change, I guess. Right. And it's like, okay, but at, what guy on that team wants that guy? Not only man, that's exactly right. Not only did you leave in season because it wasn't a good time for you, but you went to our biggest rival and you hung yep. out there and you committed there, you put on their gear and then you were like, no, actually Wisconsin's going to be all right. I'm going to head back. It's, 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 uh, it's hard to keep up with and it, and it's changed. It's changed, you know, it's changed like how you have to be a fan now. I mean, literally just think about being a fan. You, it's like a year to year thing on who you decide, who you like now. Right. You know, cause it's like free agency. Do I like the warriors now that when Katie left right and now, do I have to like the nets now? Uh, but I don't like the nets cause Kyrie's there. And, and well, it's like year to year, you have to decide, well, let me look at the roster, right. you know? And, 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 and I'll say this, I, I do a, I do a, a like a pick them five college, uh, each week I'm in this pool. You, you, uh, put a hundred bucks in at the beginning of the year and the winner gets like 1500 bucks. Okay. And, but you got to pick five college games. It's all against the spread, five college games, five pro games. Okay. And I won last year. And that was, that was just like when the transfer portal started or, or when, uh, uh, and then this year I I finished like 10th. I, I couldn't pick a college game. I was like, I have no feel for who plays where and what it's hard to keep up with. Uh, you just don't know what you're dealing with. Right. Well, it's just so, I mean, I think like the, the idea behind the transfer portal, at least for me, when they were like, Hey, we can open it up. I loved it at first. Cause I was like, you're right. Like, yeah. Like their big argument was like, coaches can go anywhere at any time. They can leave the school. Like kids should be able to, that's fine. I get it. And a kid in a situation should be able to, but the guys that I'm a fan of in the transfer portal, are like, I'll bring up one Jack Gibbons. He was at Abilene Christian, right? He played linebacker mm. down there. He had one year of eligibility left, transfers to the Minnesota Golden Gophers, starts at linebacker in the Big Ten, like third team, all Big Ten, showing like I can play. Guess what? He started the last seven games for the Tennessee Titans this year. That's what the transfer for him, is for, man. right? Like, Heck yeah. That's what yep. it's for. Like I played at this small school. I'm going to go to the Big Ten. I'm going to show I can do it, and now I got my shot. Yep. If he would have left after his four years at Abilene Christian, he wouldn't be playing in the league. That was that was to go back to the earlier statement you said. That was my interpretation of transferring 20 years ago. 
however many years it was, right? right? Is you have to do this to do that. Right. Uh, if you want to do this, you have to do that. But but it's it's I, I feel for just you know talking with just with kids how confusing it is 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 high school athletes, high school student athletes. You you like what is important now, and and it's like you they have this built in um, built in ex, not ex, excuse, but they have a built in um, oh oh well. And oh well, it's 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 okay. Right. Uh, there's no there, and it's and it's not that it's because it's available. It just to be a fan in these days for college sports. For for my my son always asks me stuff like this, or you know they'll be like, um, "Who's your favorite team, Dad?" Or "Who's your favorite player, Dad?" Or and I'm like, I don't know. I like, do you want to know that? A while back, it was the Denver Broncos with John Elway. Uh, you know, and and. But now I'm like, I don't know who plays where and I don't, you know, who's your favorite? I, I don't have one. I just, I like to watch sports, right? you know, and I, I can tell you what's going on in the world of sports, but I don't have a favorite team because I don't know where anybody is anymore. Right. No, it's extremely confusing. And then, you know, like you see all these guys, like, obviously, like I follow the Gophers a ton, right? And it's easy to keep up with them. And I just saw this year, like all these freshmen who I had no idea who they were. They never played a down. They all hit the transfer portal, and it's like, okay, you're coming to the Big Ten. Did, you, did everybody yeah, think we were going to start day yeah, one? That's such a good point. That's yeah, such, like, and, 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 hey, let me ask you this. Where do you think they're going to transfer? Where do they think they're going to transfer to? So the one I was just going to tell you, I just was looking up this kid. He was an O-line commit. He was like a three-star, but like he was solid, like very under well. Like he had a lot of potential. Let's put it like that, right? He could be a stud. He's getting Tennessee State. Like, mm. okay, like, so now he's dropping. So we down. want to go to, from Minnesota to Tennessee State. Right. He just got, like, an offer at, like, uh, uh, like Valdosta State, which is lower level D1. Division two, Right? Or, yeah, Devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Division two Val, Valdosta State. Yeah. But I will say this about Valdosta. They're a perennial national power. For but, sure. But, but where are you going to go from there? Right. Especially in football. Right. You know? You, I mean, you, you just want to go play. And that's the thing. Dealing with the kids at, in the high school level, uh, I had a conversation with a kid who I respect tremendously over over Christmas break, and uh, he's one of my favorite kids that I've ever worked with. Really good student. I mean, just a dirtbag, okay? I mean, would do anything you tell him on the field, worked his tail off, just played the game the right way. Well, he knew he was – he's like, given my size and given kind of my my metrics – I'm probably just going to be a division three player, but I'm going to go somewhere where I can play. And he ends up going to a school out in Pennsylvania and he goes there his freshman year, puts up great numbers, great stat line ends up uh, in the starting lineup, starting at uh, second and third base all the time. Hey, we talked to him over break. And I said, what would you tell, what would you tell kids, go, high school kids going through the recruiting process? Now, what would your, be, your biggest piece of advice be? And he said, go somewhere where you can play. And, and I thought about that and, I, and all the coaches I've ever talked to, th that was one of the number one things that they said, because think about it, go somewhere where you can play right away. What, what if, if it, my, just go to your freshman year, if I'm walking around my freshman year and they tell me you're going to red shirt and I don't care what sport we're talking about, but you're going to red shirt and you don't get to travel and you don't get to practice with the ones uh, and you are. What does that do to you? You know what it does? It affects you and, and, and you, you, your self-worth goes down. Your, uh, your want to starts to go wet away. Your confidence goes away. Your, uh, you're not pleasant when you're walking around campus, kind of like, eh, I'm a nobody. I talked to this, this dude and he went to, he picked a school in Pennsylvania, but he went and he's his nickname. They call him Tex. He's a little dude, just a little baller, a great infielder, but they call him Tex. He's a celebrity on campus, and guess what? He's happy, yeah. and he's he's confident, and, and how's that going to bleed into the rest of his life? Because he picked a school where he could go play. Yeah, absolutely. That's everything. It is, and it's funny. So, like, since we talked last, like, I've been applying for jobs out here, uh, coaching jobs, and – 
I've had a couple interviews at a couple different schools, and it's been extremely interesting. So I'm focusing more like on the scene now here. And uh, you know how big of a hotbed this is for recruiting. And it's yep. nuts. Massive. And so the big thing, you know, these um, I've been applying at a couple 5A schools. And, uh, okay. You can, get, can, can, you, can you give me some names? or I will offline. I okay. Will. Yeah. All right. Yep. yep. And uh, so, uh, but they told me, like, we have to recruit our our elementary kids, our junior high kids. And I God. talked to one of my really good friends, Dalton McQueen, who coaches at Omaha West Side. And he's like, yeah, dude, we have to do the same thing. Like, we have to make sure the kids stay in our district. He's like, we always thought, you know, like, you go to West Side High School, you stay here. So now I'm paying attention to this scene, right? And I'm like, that's interesting. It's something I've never dealt with, right? Like, you went to William Budd Elementary, then you went off to Lincoln Elementary, and then you're at the Fairmont High School, right? Like, that's, that's how it was. You didn't do Easy it. way to do it. Right. And so... <laughs> I found this, I saw this tweet kind of blowing up on Twitter a week ago, and I made sure to screenshot it so I could show you or talk to you about it. Class of 2027, kid committed to a high school out here. He's a quarterback. What? And he put it on Twitter, what? and it blew up, and everybody's talking about, like, oh, yeah, he's a chubby little eighth grader, dude. Kid's got no clue. But here's where the transfer portal becomes a problem because he just got all this love when he committed to a freaking high school as an eighth grader. <laughs> right? Like, oh my God. I don't even know what to say to that. I know. And it blew my mind. And like the coaches. When did that become a thing? I have no idea. But the people on that program, like, I'm not going to name names, but they, yeah. they were retweeting it. And like, we got a dog. Like, this is not, that's not oh how this gosh. is. So then everybody's like, boy, the transfer portal is a problem. It's a problem because we're letting it at this age. Like, I can, I'm going to follow this kid forever. And I'm gonna, we got five, six years till he's in college, right? It's going to go one of two ways. And I bet we can all pick which way it's going. Yep. How wild is that, Ross? I am, I am, I, I am, I'm speechless. Not really, but here's my thought on this. Has the kid gone through puberty yet? He doesn't look like it. I'll send you this picture right now. I have the screenshot of the two. So, so I'm like, the, 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 the dude it hasn't even gone through puberty yet. And, we're, and you know what my problem is? My problem is not the kid or the family because you don't know what you don't know. Correct. But my problem is, is how did that become a thing for any adult? How? Right. How did anyone say that's okay? I'm gonna look at this. Oh my gosh. He looks like a little boy. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like he is a child. He is a child. That that is that, you know what? That's freaking sad is what that is. And that's that's that is you know what it is? It, it's just like uh uh, like fear mongering, like all the politicians do. What it is is it's it's they're uh, it's the opposite of fear mongering. We we need to come up with a a a a, a phrase and then copyright that sob. Yeah, we do. That's the the opposite of fear mongering because this is what it is. It's it's uh, what well let, let's put it together here. What's the opposite of fear? Uh, no fear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but. <laughs> But, but, and what's the, op what's, what's mongering? Like, you, yeah. so, so what it is, is it's, it's not fear mongering. It's like fake praise. It's Correct. like early to early, like, uh, you're, you're praising somebody that doesn't need to be praised. And, 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 and it's the adults that know that. And they say, but, but you know what? That's what, that's what this, that, that's what this, 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 it's, and I'm not blaming them, but that's what this, that's what this generation is all about. This, what this, this, society is all about now is how many likes you get I, it, to, to, to the, to the day, Bennett, it blows my mind. Anyone I work with, I'm like, if you, if you post on Twitter that you've got an offer, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I don't care about your offers. Right. Like I care about, can you like, why are we talking about offers? Why are you telling everybody who's offering you? Why are you just not telling people where you're going? Right. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's they're celebrating the things that don't need to be celebrated. And it's the it's there are people out there. 
dude, I got, I had a call. Uh, I'm going to keep this as simple as possible. A girl is a ninth grader. She is, she has been, um, she would be considered kind of a, uh, an outcast girl is a really good kid. Okay. But a little bit, a little bit, just what they would consider an outcast, not fair, not my definition. I'm just trying to paint the picture. Right. Well, she's, she's a wrestler. Okay. She's in high school. I get a call from a parent, her parent the other day and her parent says, um, so-and-so is doing really well. And she, she's the, the parent is telling me how this girl is performing in girls wrestling in the state of Texas. And I'm like, you know, fourth out of eight schools and, but there's no first places. Uh, and girl wrestling, which, you know, she's telling me, uh, I'm like, it sounds to me like this girl is doing this for like her own self-worth and, and, and confidence and good for her. She should absolutely be doing that. But I'm like, no one should exploit that. And, and then in her next breath, she's like, Ross, I, I think she has a chance to get a scholarship. And I said, she's a, she's a freshman. How, what would make you think that? And she goes, the company out of Chicago, she said, a recruiter, a scout called me and told me that they think she has a future in women's wrestling. I'm like, so that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're literally, there's a, there's a kid that hasn't decided what, what type of pizza they like the best. Yeah. And, and, and we're telling them, start talking about colleges. Hey, let the kid enjoy the sport. Let the kid enjoy growing mentally and physically and emotionally because of the sport. That's what sports do is they help you with all the stuff you need help with. Uh, and, 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 and she's, and, and she's worried after first semester about college. And I, and I told the parent, I said, I won't entertain that. And I said, what, when, when these, when a company like that calls you and tells you what they told you, uh, I'll just say the name of the company NCSA based out of Chicago. If, if, if they call you and I said, how much money they asked for? And they were like, well, I said, how much? 3,500 bucks. I said, oh, are they going to spread it out over a few, few months or a couple years? Yeah. Okay. So they just want to get their hooks in you. And, and I said, what was it? This person is, is nowhere near ready to make a decision on college. And what did they say to you? And she goes, and then the, I, I, the answer was, it's never too uh, early to start the recruiting process. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is too early. So things are backwards, dude. We all know that. It's just so wild. Like the recruit. That's why, honestly, Ross, I would have never had this conversation with you if you, if Jeff didn't tell me that your recruiting service was free. Because it is the sleaziest of shit in the world. Because every parent, I I shouldn't say every, but most parents want the absolute best for their kid. So somebody calls. They've never watched this girl wrestle. They saw her on there a you roster. Go. And, Thank you. And then they said, hey, yep, she's Preach. she's going to be an Olympian, but we got to get her recruited. Okay, how much? Yep. Oh, $3,500 sounds good. Hate yep. that, dude. I had this. Can, can, you, can, uh, can you imagine being a parent? Can you imagine? Can you imagine the emotional? Like, just think about this. I'm a parent. I've never had a kid who's been an athlete. My first kid to be an athlete. They've got three other kids coming up. Uh, and her first kid going through this first time they go through this, they get a call. Oh my gosh. We think your daughter has what it takes. What do you expect the parent to do? Right. Yeah. It ain't on the parent. Cause that, why wouldn't you be excited or you hear, I gotta do what I can. I gotta do what I gotta do for my kid. Right. right? Exactly. That's a joke, dude. That's a joke. It is. And now I will say this. I will say this. If it's free will, and and parents want mentorship slash guidance from a personal perspective. That's okay, because it's just like paying for a a trainer to 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 expedite and help you with the process and help you to know the process. And there are plenty of people out there that that uh, that pay it for the right reasons. Right. But you have no business. You have no business as a company taking money from a, a freshman in college. Hey, you know what I would say? You know what I would tell her? Let's see if you're wrestling next year first. Right. 
are you going to be wrestling next year or is this just a thing for you right now? Not, not against her, but it's like, you don't know what that kid's going to do from year to year. So you're going to lock them in on a college scholarship and what they have to do for the next four years because they had a little success. Right. Hey, I, I learned how to play a heart of gold on the guitar. Uh, I didn't, I wish I did, but uh, uh, I'm sign me up for music lessons for the next five years because I'm, I'm the next Neil Young. Right. Yeah. That's so stupid. It's so nuts, dude. And I look at that and I look, you talked about what, being on a practice squad could do for your mentality, right? Right. Mm. What that does. So what about that? What about that girl mm. when she's yep. not good? And then the offers aren't coming in. And yep. I mean, 3,500 bucks to most of America is a lot of money. To 95, 99% of America, 3,500 bucks is a lot of money. Right. Exactly. So you're just, now mom and dad are out 3500 bucks for what? And 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 if I could tell you how many stories I've heard cuz cuz in the 10 years of doing this man I've heard I've heard it all from all the companies and uh if I could tell you if I had a dollar for every time I heard why would we why do we start so early? Why he wasn't even on varsity. Well why why are we doing this? And and the question is I don't know. You got bad information. You got misinformation from somebody. Yeah. Um but it's 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 the it's the it's the preying on the emotions and and what I always say is I mean let's not kid ourselves the recruiting process is like it's one of the most emotional events you'll go through up to that point in your life you know it's it's a big deal uh, and people prey on it they prey on it for sure it's it's nuts it's sleazy and it's just it's so wild to me and I I think like last time we talked about like I think the last question I asked you was like hey what do you how do we end this poor stigma around, you know, youth sports? And now it's kind of like the other way. It's like, cause every day you see it more and more and everybody wants to be there, but call a college coach, just call them. Their numbers are posted. Send them an email, mm -hmm. ask them Amen. if they're, ask them if they're recruiting seventh graders. There you go. There you go. Go to the source and, 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 and ask them. We, we, I, I encourage that all the time. If you want to know if your son can play at this level, if you literally picked up the phone and called an office before noon, you know, during season, the coach is going to be in and just say, Hey, my name is, you know, Ross Holly. And my son uh, is, is he's wanting to play. He's a, he's a, he, he's a junior in high school. Do you, do you think he has what, could you look at his film real quick and tell me they're going to tell you the truth. Right. That's all. You, that's all you have to do. Just get some feedback and get some direction. But it's, it's almost like people, one, they don't want to hear the truth or two, they're willing to pay to think that the truth can be altered. Right. And when you, when you start playing at, at, at like, like I remember coaching, uh, I coached for a long time down here before I even got into this and coaching baseball and dude, some of the teams I was, I was a part of to coach. It was a joke how good these guys were. And they were all elite division one guys. OU Texas, Texas A&M. And then they, there's a bunch of them in the big leagues right now. And it always, it, it always blew my mind where you see that and you, you're like, that's what it looks like. And then you have certain people who don't want to believe what their eyes are telling them. Mm -hmm. And they'll start comparing their kids or their son to those guys. And they'll say, well, his batting average is 350 and it's better than so-and-so I, I I had a, I had a, I had a dude who told me one time there was a kid that w our, our infield consisted of big league catcher, not, not drafted big league catcher, big league, third baseman, big league, shortstop, big league, second baseman, minor league baseball player, all elite division one schools, LSU Tulane. Okay. And I had one of our, one of our, one of our, uh, our, our kids uh, who I loved, he was a scrapper, but he just wasn't that dude. He knew it, but he hit in the eight or nine hole whenever. He'd never be at the top of the order. So I had to have a conversation one time with his dad. His dad was like, he's got a better batting average. It was like halfway through the season than the guy that's always hitting in the one or the two hole. And I just pulled him aside and I said, hey, do you think there's a reason why his batting average might be a little bit higher? He's like, 
Well, that would mean he's a better hitter, right? And the, the dad truly just, I think he was just trying to make himself feel better. And I said, do you realize the pitches that that mother effer sees in the one in the two hole? They know that they got to give him his be their best stuff against this dude because they know that he's already committed to LSU. They know that he's going to be, uh, he's, he's, he's the best, one of the best athletes on the team. So they got to give him their best stuff. Do you think maybe your son hitting in the eight hole doesn't see the quality of pit pitching that the kid at the one or the two hole sees consistently? He hits 350 because he sees 85 mile an hour fastballs right down the dick because they just want to get him, they want to put him away. Right. They're not getting, he's not getting the 92 on the, on the black. Uh, so it's, it's, I guess my point in saying that is I think people just want to believe they want to believe uh, when it comes to this recruiting stuff or it comes to playing at the next level, it's okay to not play at division one. Right. It's okay to play at division two. Like being a college athlete is a huge honor at any level and you should be thankful for it. And it's not for everybody just because you can't play at division one doesn't mean you, you should play at division one. But, but I think there's, there's, there's Paris and, and maybe there's even coaches out there that just don't want to deal in reality. And then, all they're doing is setting themselves up for, uh, you know, uh, heartbreak when, when we all know, when it, when, 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 when judgment day comes, we know what the answer is going to be. Right. And it's like, they're just, they don't want to accept it. Right. No, it's just, it's so nuts to think about. And I mean, do you think we ever write, do you think we write the ship or it just keeps getting out of hand? You know what? I'm always going to be optimistic yeah. and I'm going to say, Let's let's keep going. And uh, I heard something uh, today or yesterday, and I and I really liked what I heard. But I heard from this guy that I, I respect, and he said, you know, as coaches, we got to get out of the habit of saying, when I was a coach, you know, we got to be able to communicate better with the kids about what's important and get them to believe and buy in on what's important. Let me ask you this: Yeah, as a as a former athlete, what mattered to you? When you went home at night as a part of a team, what are some of the things that mattered to you when you, when you, when you thought about your team and the work you, what mattered to you? Uh, definitely like, okay, so I'm going to take this both ways because I can answer that question and say, you know, the camaraderie, knowing like I just had my high school head coach on, like knowing that guy had my back, like all those hmm. things, right? But when I was at D-Dub, I'll tell you what I didn't love and really dropped my morale is when the head coach kept calling me Bolander, and that was a different guard that we brought in. And he did it, like, the first four months. They'd be like, Bolander, and that kid, he'd be like, no. They'd be like, shit, Senf, okay. What what are we doing, dude? I'm here. That would, that would, that would piss me off. Right? Like, I'm a guy. Yeah. I'm here. And, you know, you can take it whichever way, but, like, yeah, you're absolutely So, so, right. so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase this. In your best, when you what you because you obviously have tremendous memories of your good times. So when times were the best, what do you remember thinking about when you went home, when you were by yourself, being a good teammate, being loyal, yeah. do, working your ass off, you know, being loyal to the team, doing whatever. To, like what? Are, what did you think about? For sure. I mean, I remember like oh, I mean, I'll, I'll take it back to the first time a beer can was put in front of me. And I knew that I was letting people down and it was, wow. you know what I'm saying? But it was like, boom. And I, like, I mean, dang, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like everybody's face in that situation. And then mm -hmm. I remember how quick the halls talked on that Monday and everybody knew. And it was like, damn, everyone yep. knows. And I messed yep. up and I had to earn back yep. everybody's trust. I remember yep. Justin, Jeff's younger brother, one of my best friends, he laid into me. He couldn't believe I did that. Got out with the wrong crowd. Couldn't believe I did that. Couldn't believe I would do that to everybody. You let them down, right? And and you and 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 it had an impact on you, right? For sure. I mean, because what mat what mattered to you in retrospect, right? What your teammates thought of you, yeah. What kind of a teammate were you? Like, that's all that mattered. And and uh, so so getting to the idea of where does it go, I think coaches need to bear down on like I mean this like. What do you want these men, these boys to be when they grow up? Right. Do you want them to be making excuses all the time? Do you want them to be uh, uh, conveniently leaving and, and not committing and 
do you want them to be flakes? Do you want them like, those are things that we as coaches have to be intentional about. And if we're not intentional about that. I don't know how you trust, like how you trust the coach. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I just, I think about like this and I know that I'm wrong for saying this because I- I've heard he's a good dude and people like love playing for him. But like, it makes me think of like Lincoln Riley. I'm like, how do I trust that guy? Right. And I'm, you know, but, but, and I'm sure he, he, he wins him over, but, but it, I'm just thinking what would matter to me is in retrospect is, is what kind of a teammate are you? Are you trustworthy? Are you going to do what's necessary? Are you willing to go to whatever length to win the game, to, right. to, to, to show your team that, You'll do whatever it takes. I mean, those are the things that matter. I mean, gosh, dude, Bennett, like just talking with like Jeff Heinrich and and, and some of my old buddies, like whenever it is, I went to the K-State, uh, uh, my head disappears. And I, uh, I, w- I went to the, him into the clouds. I went to that K-State TCU game, the big 12. And two of my buddies came down and that one of them was one of the guys that I played with. And, uh, and he was the one of the best teammates I've ever had. Jeff Heinrich was one of the best teammates I ever had. And in the fact that we're still friends and the fact that we're able to talk and communicate and, and, and there's still like this, like just tremendous respect and love. It's like something you can't describe and it never goes away. Right. And, and I get a sense of that, like with you is, okay, this is a guy that, uh, that, is in my circle that he's a guy that I'm going to take care of. Maybe he's a younger guy. Maybe he's an older guy. Maybe he's, but everybody plays a role, but it's like, that's what's valuable about playing in college and being in team sports is it teaches you all those. uh, It teaches you how to be a part of all that, you know? And it, so is, how do we write it or how do, how does it, you just hope that your son or your daughter gets around somebody that is doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, thousand percent. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You touch on all that as I've been going through these interviews, right. And I've been fortunate to interview at several schools and um, I'm really excited, but the best thing about doing it is I found out also where I don't want to be. Heck yeah. Right. So I Heck just yeah. had an interview um, within the last couple of days and I laughed there and I called my girlfriend. I was like, I don't want to be there. And good for you. And I said, you know, I'm always me. Right. And I have been a head coach. So that's been like my big thing through this is like, you know, I know what I think what an assistant should be. Right. And so they had asked me some stuff about, you know, how would you teach technique this or that? And I say, you know, like I know what I know. I would rely on you guys, you know, to keep learning, keep growing. And I was told we we've been doing this a long time. We'll, we'll tell you how to teach technique. We'll show you. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. So one way to do something, right? That's cool. And then they said, you know, how do you c- communicate to all the kids? I said, you got to learn how to teach 50 kids 50 things 50 different ways. I agree with that. Right? So, like, because every kid is different. And if you don't think, think so, go spend some time in an elementary school classroom for a minute or a high school. No joke. Right? No They're joke. all different. Yep. And so to sit there and, like, say that and watch these guys' heads explode, and then the last thing that, like, really set me over the edge was, like, they said, you better be able to teach toughness if you want to be here. And I was like, man, I don't think that's a thing you can teach. So my question then, Bennett, to that is, how do you teach toughness? Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm being, like, what what do you, like, how, what, how do you teach to Like, in what, what, what? I, my question in return, and, 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 and at this age, I can say these things if I ever in interviews, I'd be like, what's toughness? What is toughness? Right. What's your definition of toughness? Right. Tell me what toughness is. So like, what is, because that's a really good question. I mean, you got to teach toughness. How? Like, like physically tough or mentally tough? Right. And it's so, it's, what, do you, what, what do you, what do you, what did you say to that? I just, okay. I, I just was like, so like blown You're away like, that I didn't yes, know. <laughs> no, I didn't even like have an answer. And I, I did say like, I don't think that's something you can teach. And they'll probably call and say, hey, you know, we're, we don't think you're the guy. And that's fine. I'll, I'll, if they offer it, I'm going to say, hey, I don't think I'm the guy. Um, wow. But like, it was just like such a mind boggling thing. Like, just think of that. Like, 
if you're this kid and you got, you're going through a bunch of shit at home. And if you don't think that's a thing that's happening to most kids, then you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And right. then all of a sudden you go to the one place that I feel that's why I love sports is supposed to be your escape. You can show up for three hours and nothing else matters, but football, nothing that's else right. matters, but baseball. And then you got this coach telling you, you ain't tough. Mm. Okay. What well, you're right. What is tough? Cause my, my dad beats the shit out of me when he drinks a 12 pack. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I just like, gotta be able to take it. Right. I just gotta be able to take it. You know what, you know what, you know what's crazy is like, that's parenting and, and, and dude, your comment about, um, 50 kids on a roster, 50 different ways to, to teach, man, I agree totally with it. And, and when I hear you what to, to, to hear you say, because every kid is different and every kid responds differently to different things and there's different, they hear things differently. They see things differently They're, Everyone has a different perspective and, and it's not a, it's not a one. Um, I would love to hear Nick Saban's comments on that. And, and, and um, my guess is this, every kid is different, but there's a right way to do things. Um, and everyone is treated the same. Like for me, when you say, how do you like it, it, t- How do you teach toughness? Well, this is what comes to my mind is don't accept excuses, but don't punish excuses. Don't be little people because they use, use, they, well, my foot was hurt. Just don't let them use it. No, that's not acceptable. Uh, and, and, and I, and I relate it to parenting and I'm, and I'm finding this dude and it's, it's amazing. Parenting is just, it's the most amazing thing. And it's, it's crazy how much more amazing it's, it gets every day because it's just, it's a challenge and what I'm learning is it's not about being tough guy. It's about, I have three kids. Okay. One is my, my own and two are my, my stepkids. I say that quietly because I don't want them to feel any differently, but, uh, but they're all different. And how I treat Ryder is not how I treat Kaiser and, and how I treat Sierra has to be different from the boys. And I'm like, that's the fun part about parenting is getting on their level, relate that to coaching. And you're like, dude, that's the fun part about coaching is it's not a suck it up, do it my way. No, it's yes. We have a standard to do things, but we don't make excuses. You're not in trouble. If you make excuses, I just won't play you. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to beat your ass. If you do it the wrong way, I'm not going to beat you and show you how tough I am. Right. I'm going to show you that if you don't do it a certain way, then there are consequences. And what, what, what to me, toughness is, is being able to fail and try again and have the confidence to try again. Right. And, and if you're a coach that is just beating on your kids and yelling at them all the time, you're not teaching them toughness. You're teaching them how to like, put a wall up when adversity comes. Yep. So man, that's, that's, that's deep stuff, dude. Yeah, no, we hit it again, dude. We, we, we do well at that, but it's, I mean, it is a wild thing to think about. And I do enjoy like, I mean, one thing, I mean, obviously like we equate, like our conversations are based on recruiting. Right. And it's, I know everybody's like, okay, Georgia's got the best guys. Bama's got the best guys. And then it's like, okay, you pull back the curtain a little bit. And it's like, well, they're like robot people coming out of there. And that's yep. that's that's fine and that's great. And I know that there's people that fit that mold and doing it that way. But I feel like the kids that go to Bama, they know their elite level. But yep. there's there's not a lot of kids that go to Bama, go to Georgia, that are not fighting for a way out of their current situation. If you go to those schools, you're going there because you have one option, and that's make it to the league. And I firmly believe that. That's why those kids are successful there. Hey, you know what? Uh, Hall of Fame baseball coach, former LSU coach, Paul Maneri. I was talking to him. I was interviewing him uh, about three or four years ago, okay? And I was like, give me a nugget coach. Like he, he used to coach at air force. Then he went to LSU, won national championship. This guy's he's a hall of famer. He's a legend. And he's retired now. And I said, give me a nugget, you know, on what you, what you want kids to know. And he said, being recruited 
everybody wants to be recruited by LSU. Um, being recruited at LSU is a lot different than playing at LSU. And he said, there's a lot of kids that want to want to be recruited by LSU, but there aren't many kids that want to play for LSU. And I was like, wow, you know why? What does it take to play at LSU? You got to freaking beat everybody in the world. If you're the shortstop at LSU, you got to beat Bregman out. You got to beat Robertson. You got to beat all these guys out. You got to be the dude. You have to be, there's one of one when it comes to that program. Right. And to, to, to so it's like, everybody's, oh, it's a signing day. And oh, and then everybody is all happy. But guess what? When you show up on campus and, and it, when it, when it's time and that bell rings, only one person's going to play right. and everybody else is going to be pissed. Yep. So it's like, uh, it's, 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 I, I, I'm stuck on this, this idea of toughness and I'll relate it to the, to the transfer portal thing. You know what to me toughness is now it's just, just accepting adversity and like knowing that you're uncomfortable and knowing it's like a, it's a shitty situation. It's a sucky situation and saying, screw it. I'm staying. I'm going to get through this. That's toughness to me. Absolutely. And I'm like, you know, wow. And I think that's why Kansas state had such a year that they had this year. Their, their court, their third string quarterback ends up going in there. Well, he was a dude out of high school. Guess what? Instead of transferring, going and doing all that, they, these guys stay right. And they buy, they buy into the idea of the team and the things that we talk about, uh, you know, and I'm just like, man, they're, those, those are the guys that are going to lead the country. And I'm like, as long as we have guys like that, I don't care if they're all over the place because it's all, it's going to be a select amount. But as long as we have guys like that, yeah. Mark, we'll be fine. Absolutely. We'll be fine. No, for sure. And that's, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, you know, like, Twelve. I know we're pushing up. I know you got some things going too here, so we'll get to wrapping up. But I'm excited. Um, You know, like the twelve team playoff coming up for for football, right? That's going to do a lot of things. That recruiting is going to change real fast when that comes into play because you don't have to go to Bama, you don't have to go to Georgia to win a national championship. You don't have to go to Iowa State, right? So that's going to change some things. I think you're going to see a lot more guys that coach. And have like you know like real cultures about creating better humans. Those teams are going to start to succeed because if I, I hope, I, dude, I hope so. Yeah, I really do believe that because if you, I mean, okay, like let's just put it. You look at the Minnesota Vikings this year, right? Like a lot of people, like oh whatever. Okay, you don't see it in pro sports a lot, but last year that team lost almost every game by a score. There's not a lot of different guys from last year's team to this year's team, and they're right. winning almost every game by a score. Coming back from 33 down at halftime, right? Like, all this crazy shit. Why? Because they have a guy in the locker room that lets them be themselves. What a relief, dude. Like, and these are professional athletes. So now they're like, oh, my God, I can make a mistake and not get my ass ream? Gosh, dude, that's a a good point. I mean, I got to say, I'm I'm not a Viking fan, so I kind of like watching them get their asses kicked. (laughs) Like, what? They, They do. They're the best. They're the best. They're the worst, best team in the NFL. Always. I'm like, what are they? Hey, 13 and five. What are they? What's their record? Like, they're so good. And yeah. you're like, how did they get their butts whipped by, uh, you know, but, but I also, I, I also agree. Uh, hey, put it this way. Two boys in my house, you know, they're, we live in Dallas, Texas. Right. You know who their favorite team is? The freaking Vikings. That's right. Why? Because fun and, and, and they, JJ. Yeah. No. All they do is they just just gritty all over the house. <laughs> yes, I love I'm it. Like, nah, they were like the other day, Dad, can you can you do the gritty? I was like, I'll work on it. Let's yeah. see what I can do. And there's you know, some there's I'll some YouTube thing. tutorials out there for you to hit the gritty. But, but it, it, I think that's that's pretty cool though. That kids in Dallas say, screw the Cowboys. They're like Vikings. I want the Vikings. Yeah, that's pretty cool about sports. You yeah, know? it is for sure. No, it is. But I I agree with that. And I think like full heartedly, man. Like you look at. You know, guys that are just like, you come here, we're going to we're gonna make sure you're a good human, you're going to get your degree. Like the team, you know, like Harvard, obviously, D1AA, but like Northwestern's probably not going to compete because you still got to have a 4-0 to get in, right? But like, I think you're going to see a lot hey, of teams hey, change. That's, inter- that's interesting that you say that. Do the research on this, okay? That's what everybody said about Vanderbilt baseball. I they know. Built a di- hey, re- go, just go Google 
how did Vanderbilt get good at baseball? Yeah. You're going to watch that with North. Hey, you're going to go watch that with Northwestern football. So it's interesting that you, you, Hey, you watch, they're going to, they're going to figure that out. So, um, Hey, I got one quick question for you yeah. before you hang up on me. No, you're good. Hey, what are your thoughts on Kirk cousins? It's funny. So, um, uh, I had Ross Bernstein on, he's from Fairmont, Minnesota. He's a sports author. And every okay. Thursday, Ross has breakfast with Kirk Cousins in like this like leadership council in Minneapolis. Okay. And so he's close with the players, right? He's wrote a ton of Vikings books, all this stuff. Ross Bernstein wow. could not even tell me like, yeah, he's the guy. Like you listen to the interview, he kind of like, you know, I know Kirk. I have breakfast with him every Thursday. La, 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 la. I will tell you, you want to talk about toughness? That's the toughest SOB I've ever seen. Because everywhere in the world... People are telling how bad he is. I mean, he if Kirk Cousins opened Twitter, it'd be Kirk Cousins is the worst ever. La da da da. You're right. Can't win a primetime game. Vikings O line has been meteoric at best. Yeah. And he's getting drilled and he's getting back up and he's fighting his tail off. I guess if if anything, I think the Vikings got the toughest quarterback in the NFL. Wow. Wow. That says hey, I hey, I know you know your stuff, so I'm gonna I'm gonna believe you. So then I, my follow-up question is, can the Vikings win a Super Bowl this year? Absolutely, this year? Absolutely they can. Wow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am the worst, best Vikings fan, too, because I'm the same way where I'm like, yeah, 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 they can do it. And I know I'll probably get my dreams and hopes crushed this weekend, right, against the Giants, right? But, no, it. I like when you, you – I think those things add up. They're letting people be people. We got the toughest Dude, guy at quarterback. So. Like, man, let's go. Hey, I hope I I hope so, dude. Because I would love to. You know, I got uh, family all up there, and and dude, there is nowhere better in the like. Tell me a better three state region than North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. Yeah, the people in that area, they're such good people, and they love the Vikings. And I'm like, I would love uh, my my twin brother and I always we whenever we talk to each other. We always make fun of like my aunts and cousins because they, oh no, they have that that, <laughs> yeah. that Minnesota accent. Uh, but but I hope I hope that Minnesota does well this year, and I you know and and they and they and they pull something off because I don't think anybody anybody believes they will. Right. Uh, but that would be pretty cool. And you know what? I think Kirk Cousins, he is he's the man. The fact that he doesn't let anything bother him and he just goes out and does his job. Yeah. That's pretty tough. He is. He is. Well, brother, I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad we got to do this again. Um, Heck yeah. I will, uh, we'll be in touch offline because I enjoy our conversation so much, man. And uh, I can't tell you how much it's meant to like connect with you and to have this content to push out, you know, especially now in these interview process, people are like, hey, what do you think about this? I can push out these two interviews and be like, here's what I think about everything. So, uh, dude, that, that is that. awesome. That is awesome. Hey, man, I, I love it. Every time we talk and I mean, I could go for another hour so. Anytime, I'm 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 ready, man. And uh, you you stay well down in uh, Arizona, all right? All right, you too, brother. Be good. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody.